Ooh. What's up, Internet? My name's Nerdy. And I'm Clarice. We had Nerdy Nightly. Stop doing that. And we thought we'd share it with you. <laughs> That is right. Welcome back to a hump day, a Wednesday edition, the 98th, DOS 98th yeah. morning show here at uh, twitch.tv slash nerdy nightly. Um, yeah, 20 weeks we've been doing this. I know. If you're watching this on our YouTube or listening to the podcast feed, welcome. But uh, you can watch this live starting on Monday next week. We are going to be doing this once a week. Monday, 10 a.m. Eastern for the pre-show, 10.30 for the actual show. Mm -hmm. uh, come check that out, twitch.tv slash nerdy nightly. Uh, but there are two more daily morning shows. Tomorrow and Friday will be our 100th episode. Um, we're, uh, we're we're very excited to hit 100. Yeah, yeah. that's like a huge milestone. It is a, it is a huge milestone. And I'm, I'm really excited to be a part of that with you. Mm. My love. Clarus Dracarus, how are you doing this morning? I'm good. I'm very tired. We, like, stayed up watching Grey's Anatomy last night. And I, I don't know, I... I I, I, it took me a while to fall asleep, and now I'm like... <laughs> it's the most... <laughs> of all the shows, It's almost there's almost like a little bit of like embarrassment in saying that. We, we were watching Grey's Anatomy. <laughs> Sorry, I should clarify. David is making me watch Grey's Anatomy. I'm not making you. I know. <laughs> I showed you a few episodes, and you said you liked it. And so yeah. we're just still watching like, it. Sure, I'll, I'll, keep, I'll keep watching this. I also like cut like the very like tip of my finger and it hurts. It's like the worst mm. place for it and it, it bothers me. But how are you? I'm good. Um, I want to clarify. The reason I like to watch Grey's Anatomy with you right now is I can do other things mm -hmm. and it's like, because, you know, we watched the new Superman and Lois show last night. Um, and when I was watching that show, other than commercial breaks, which felt re really weird to have commercial, commercial yeah, breaks. Yeah, commercial breaks were weird. Um, I... I have to be locked in, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I don't want to miss a moment of this new thing. And when I watch new things, it can be tough sometimes. Mm -hmm. uh, whereas with Grey's Anatomy, it's kind of like, you know, there's a few episodes I know I'm going to have to pay attention to. Mm -hmm. um, and the show does a good job of, like, the music changes, and I look up because I'm like, oh, something important is happening. Yeah. Um, but I can work during it, which is important because we have a lot of work that needs to get done. Yeah, it, it's kind of like our work show that yeah, we yeah. put on while we do other things, which is nice. You which know? is nice. I mean, it helps that I've seen all of it a couple of times, but... Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, Superman and Lois. No spoilers, but no it was spoilers. pretty good. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, overall, enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. Um, I have some issues with it, but the effects are really good. The actors are really good. The um, the two boys that play Superman's sons, really, really excellent. And they have the hardest job. Yeah. Um, they have the hardest job on the show, for sure, to justify them being there. Yeah. Um, and they, they really nail it. Um, mm. Especially since neither of them is really given a lot of character in the writing. Um, yeah. Uh, the, the the writing for both of those characters is, falls a little bit of st a stereotypical track record of like it's the popular son and it's the weird son yeah um but they brought a brotherly intimacy to the relationship with each other mm -hmm. that actually was really profound to me yeah uh, and I really loved that it really um it really elevated the whole show for me that they were mm -hmm. able to have that kind of caustic um 
tension between brothers where they're mean to each other, or more specifically that one is mean to the other, but there is still um, care behind it. Yeah. Um, It never felt like it crossed a line. Um, Yeah, it never felt like actually... (coughs) Yeah. It it's it was kind of that like sibling banter and they they pulled it off really well. Yeah, and you know, I, I even in uh, there is one moment where one brother really hurts the other's feelings mm-hmm. and um he immediately realizes it. He's like, ah, too soon. Yeah, yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Um I, I yeah. Uh JP Jags is saying overall a good start for Superman and Lois, however I like the first episode of Batman Woman too. Yeah, I mean you can I, I, I agree with that. I, I love I really like the first episode of Batwoman. Um uh, from season one. It was a good episode of television. Um, of CW television. <laughs> there's, there's different ranking systems. Um, but, uh, I, I really enjoyed Superman. I, I mm-hmm. thought the, the villain's interesting. I'm excited to see where that goes. I'm just excited. It, it was cool to have a Superman TV show again. Mm-hmm. Um, and honestly, I just wish it wasn't connected to the Arrowverse because it doesn't want to be. Yeah, it very it would, clearly does not want to be. It, it just kind of exists on its, as its own thing. And I, I actually would be, I would enjoy it more if it did just exist as its own thing. Yeah. Um, especially since, like, they've recast Morgan Edge, who's going to be one of the villains. Um, Adrian Pazdar from Heroes, uh, will not be returning to the role that he played on Supergirl. Mm-hmm. Um, so if they're just going to start recasting those things anyway, just say it's not connected and yeah. we'll all be fine with that. Yeah, I would, I would prefer that, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, uh, we have new news, as opposed to new old news. news. Uh, we have new news, which is that, uh, this is big for me, all This one made me very happy. Uh, Blue Beetle is a character that has been around for a long time. Uh, Blue Beetle was originally introduced in 1966 uh, as the character Ted Kord, who was a genius, sort of like a, you know, Iron Man type character in the DC Universe. He has his suit uh, and he does amazing things. Um, And then uh, in the um, countdown, I think it was Countdown to Infinite Crisis, I believe, uh, Maxwell Lord shot him in the head and he died. Oh, uh, it was very graphic. It, it's a panel. It's, it's like on, it's a panel where like you, you literally see like his brains come out of his head. Um, and then a young boy picks up the scarab that becomes the suit that allows him to be the blue beetle. And that boy was Jaime Reyes and Jaime Reyes. I, I, I was not reading blue beetle comics at the time, but then I turned on a show called young justice. And Jaime Reyes in Young Justice just stole my heart a little bit. Mm. He's such a cool character. He is really, really such an interesting, wonderful character. We I, I learned that the Scarab that had long been giving Tred Cord his powers, and now Jaime Reyes has been retconned to being an alien parasite, sort of like the Venom ah. suit um, uh, from Spider-Man, uh, the Venom symbiote. Interesting. Uh, and so Jaime Reyes and his Scarab have really become a mainstay staple of the... Um, DC Universe uh, mm-hmm. in the last decade. And uh, it looks like we're going to finally be getting a live-action Blue Beetle, which will be so cool uh, because Warner Brothers has announced the movie as well as the fact that they have found a director um, in uh, the Charm City Kings director, An- Angel Manuel Soto, uh, who will be directing this. Uh, he said, It is an honor to direct Blue Beetle, the first Latino superhero film for DC. Mm-hmm. I want to sincerely thank everyone at Warner Brothers and DC for trusting me to bring J- uh, Jaime Reyes to life. I can't wait to make history together. How is this the first Latinx superhero to get a movie? Is that real? I, th- I mean, I can't think of... No, it can't be, right? There has to be a... 
No, there isn't. Wow. Yeah. Wow, that's yeah. crazy. Yeah, 2021, folks. Oh man, at least, yeah. There's no at least. That's that's shameful. We yeah. sh we definitely should have had. There's so many good Latinx characters in comics, y'all. And I mean, Blue Beetle is one of my favorites. I, I think that um, the introduction of Jaime Reyes has been, um, that has really really been one of the best new characters in DC Comics in the last decade. Mm -hmm. uh, well, he was introduced in like I think 2006. Uh, so yeah. the last that was 15 years ago now. I want 2006 Sorry. to be the last decade. <laughs> and it isn't? It's not. It's 15 years ago? Yeah. When did 2006 become 15 years ago? In 2021. I hate you so much right now. <laughs> um but yeah, I am I am a big I'm a big fan of this character. Um and what, uh, this is exciting. Does he not show up in uh season 1 of Young Justice? Because um, I don't remember him. Is he in season one or season two? I can't remember. I feel like he he must be in season two because I, I don't remember this character. Yeah, the first like two, the first two seasons of Young Justice really blend together in my brain. Okay. And then they kind of get like crazier and crazier. Mm -hmm. uh, he doesn't no he doesn't appear in season one uh, because season one is the the like original team right right yeah and then I, I believe it's like the first episode of season two he appears. Okay. Um. But he can't really control the scarab all the time, so he kind of has this armor on his body that he can't always control, and he has to, like, develop a trust with the scarab in they order to have like, control of die. his powers, um, which is really cool. Like, huh. it, it's a it's a really interesting relationship. And um, one of the other fun things about this is that uh, he is the second Blue Beetle, and Ted Cord is the first, and Ted Cord was killed by Maxwell Lord. Uh, so I do wonder if maybe this opens up an opportunity for Pedro Pascal to reprise the role of Maxwell Lord. Uh, to be the man who killed Ted Cord. Yeah, you know, I'm not, I'm actually wouldn't be mad at that. I would love I would love to you know they have this great actor in Pedro Pascal. Yeah. And you know I don't want a Ted Cord movie. I think that we have all collectively moved on from Ted Cord as a DC fandom, but um, I, I would like for him to like I, I want to acknowledge him. I think it would be weird to make a Blue Beetle and movie and never acknowledge that Ted Cord existed yeah. because he is the foundation of that character. He was Blue Beetle for fifty or for forty years. Yeah. Um, and so I, I would really I would love it if they could pay homage to the legacy of Ted Cord, mm -hmm. um, and do that by having Pedro Pascal shoot him in the face. Even if that's just like the opening sequence of the movie. Yeah, or if it's like, you know, I, or if it's like something that um, Jaime learns from the Blue Beetle throughout the movie. Like, mm -hmm. I think it would be interesting for the relationship to Jaime and between Jaime and the Scarab to develop because uh, Jaime reveals things about his life and the Scarab reveals things about his relationship with Ted. Yeah. And that is what they kind of bond over. Yeah. Um, that sounds cool. I'm also hoping uh, a big part of the Blue Beetle comic books is Booster Gold. Um because Ted Cord and Booster Gold had a really uh, profound relationship in the comics. Um, and mm -hmm. Jaime goes to Ted Cord or uh, goes to Booster Gold a lot in, mm -hmm. in his initial runs. Uh, and uh, leading up to probably their most famous escapade together when they have to fight the uh, reanimated Ted Cord in Blackest Night because mm -hmm. uh, the Black, uh, Black Lantern Ring has brought Ted back to life. And uh, Jaime and uh, Booster Gold have to team up to fight their old friend and mentor. Um, wow. Yeah, so I don't know. I'm, I'm excited for this. I really am. I love this character. Yeah, I think that that's, that, that actually sounds like a really fun movie. You know, mm -hmm. um, I, when you were, like, 
Boob Beetle. And I was like, I have no idea what the hell you're talking about. Um, but this is cool. He's like an OG comic character. He's like, yeah. he's not even a DC comic character. He's a, I believe it's called Charleston Comics. Like, he was introduced there, and uh, that was eventually bought by Detective Comics Comics, uh, which is my favorite thing in the world, that that company is called Detective Comics Comics. Um, that's what DC stands for. So whenever wow. someone says DC, DC Comics, they're saying Detective Comics Comics. And wow. it's, it's just my favorite thing. That makes me upset. No, it's great. It's hilarious. Um, it's awesome. It's a choice. Um, in other, uh, superhero movie news, we got three different titles for the new Spider-Man movie yesterday because reasons? Because marketing? We're being trolled by millionaires. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> Tom Holland, uh, posted a photo online of him, uh, Jacob Badalon and, uh, Zendaya, uh, as their respective characters in a dingy basement. Uh, which which was fun. The the nice thing about the the photo is that it it says to me that MJ, Ned, and Peter Parker are working together on the run because Peter Parker's in danger. Yeah. And the, like showing that part of the movie, the fact that the three of them are still together is so wonderful. Yeah. Um, and I'm excited for that. But he posted the title Spider-Man Phone Home. Which the internet was like, all right, yeah, that that's sure. that's cool. It's an ET reference. He's on the run. It makes sense. Like, phoning home would probably be important. Like, that's 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 interesting, right? Yeah. yeah we were like, okay. Right. No. It's not interesting because it's not the title. Because then, Jacob Adelon <sighs> posted that the title is not Phone Home. It is Home Wrecker. Um, also posting a, a photo of the three, a different photo of them from that same basement. Yeah. So, uh, now people this, were very confused. This is a coordinated effort. This is a... And I'm upset. This is a coordinated effort to play with my heartstrings. Yeah. Yeah. Plug how, them like a loot. How dare you? <laughs> um, I need, I need clarity. Um, and then, um, uh, Zendaya posted her own, her own Spider-Man, uh, title. Entitled Spider-Man Home Slice. Which is the worst of the three titles. Definitely. Like that... If it's that, that's I'll a bad riot. One. Yeah, I'll riot. Phone Home actually works for me. And if honestly, if they called it Phone Home, I would be fine with that. Maybe there's like an anagram in there somewhere. Like maybe like you have to take all three titles and like shift things around <laughs> to find the real title. <laughs> mm -hmm. Can you imagine? That's so insane. It, it would be the insane. longest title. It would be Spider-Man. It would have like, it would be a title it with like be 50 than, letters. It wouldn't be longer than Birds of Prey. Yeah, but that was a joke. I and know. the title was, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it would be, you know. Oh, boy. Hero Ben says Home Slice is number one. No. no. Phone Home is the best one. Just makes me think of E.T. Here's the thing, uh, Taters. It, it's obviously an E.T. reference, but, um, um, the, in the, in the movies, um, the, there, there's this running thing with Peter Parker learning about 80s movies. Uh, which started with him not knowing what, uh, what was the first one? He didn't know what Star Wars was, right? Uh, or he'd never seen Star Wars before. And then he saw Star Wars, um, and then, because then in Civil War he brings up uh, Empire Strikes Back right. to bring down Giant Man. And then in Infinity War he brings up um, the really old movie Aliens uh, to take out, um, oh god, what is that guy's name? 
No idea. I'm not going to remember. Alien um, dude. Alien dude. Uh, and so there is kind of a running thing through the Spider-Man movies of him referencing 80s films as he's learning about them. So I, I if they named this movie Phone Home, it actually kind of is a reference to E.T., but also is like a reference to this like character arc of um, Tom Holland's Spider-Man yeah. learning about the 80s. Yeah. So it actually does work for me um, as far as his character and, and this Spider-Man. Um, there's also an interesting thing of, um, we, we know, we don't know, but there are rumors that this is going to be a multiverse movie. And right. so there could be a lot of characters who appear like E.T. and at the end of this movie need to phone home. You know what I mean? Like there is potential for that to be kind of a plot point as well in this. Yeah. So phone home works for me on a lot of levels. The other two are funny. Um, Jacob Badalon being the homewrecker is funny insinuating that he's going to date MJ, um... And, like, ruin their relationship or something. That just... That one is weird to me. Here's the thing. I think... I think... I think what it is. It's not an anagram with three different homes. It's that home is what is part of the anagram. And then slice, wrecker, and phone are part of the rest of the anagram. So we just need to arrange those letters. Clarissa is going to do that title. today. By her stream, she'll have an anagram for you. Have fun with that. Um... <laughs> Uh, th this mean this has to mean that we're going to find out something about this movie soon. I don't think they would just put this out randomly. Um, yeah, yeah, so I that would be too weird. Although here's here's there is one thing I wanted to bring up, and maybe I'm thinking too much into this, but do you think that Marvel did this in order to undercut the Superman and Lois premiere in the news cycle? Oh, on the same day. Do you think that they put this out earlier in the day just to mess with DC? No, probably, yeah. Because mm -hmm. there was a part of me that saw this and I was like, it's supposed to be Superman's day. And you had the cast of Spider-Man kind of like make this about Spider-Man. Yep. I am sure that that's what happened. Like, there I'm is... not saying that's what happened. I'm just saying like, of the two things, happened. one thing got talked about a lot more. Yep. Yep, because it was confusing as hell. <laughs> it wasn't that confusing. I It was... They, they made it very clear they were trolling us pretty quickly. Alright. I wish they had started with one of the Don't other titles. Because me. I think Phone Home is the best title of those three. It works for me on so many levels. Yeah. Um, the little only time I've heard about Superman and Lois was from your stream yesterday morning. <laughs> Are, you know what? Fair. Yeah. Frank means we don't necessarily run in the same circles then. Because I've been talking about this show for a year. Yeah. I'm so excited. Uh, and I enjoyed it. Yeah. yeah. It, was, it was good. Yeah. I, 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 I'm going to be really honest. I think that everyone knows all of this stuff is coming the same way that I do. And it, it's moments like this where I'm like, oh, that's right. I'm the person who's on these sites every single day keeping up with the news. The rest of the world is normal and doesn't care. You're the friend that tells everybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, I, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's why we have a news show. I'm the friend that, like, I have, I have guy friends who, you know, would go on dates with their, with ladies and uh, they wouldn't know what to go see that weekend, so I, I would just get texts on, like, a Wednesday being like, yo, I got a date Friday night. What movie should I go see? What's coming out this weekend? And, like, my friends knew, like, that was my job. Like, I was like, all right, well, you have three options. Um, don't go see this one. Uh, this one's awkward for a first date. Yeah, that's exactly it. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I'm, gonna, I'm seeing this one Thursday at 8 o'clock, and then I'm seeing this one Thursday at 11 o'clock, so I'll tell you which one is the better date movie. Oh my god. You're the friend that everybody needs. <laughs> you're, the, you're the man we all need in our lives. 
Oh, thank you. My wife just said that she needs me. I did. That, that, I will fully What a gift. That. What a freaking gift. Um, in a, uh, one last bit of MCU move, movie news before we move on. Uh, the Big Hero 6 characters will not be appearing in the MCU, according to a new report. Uh, it was previously reported that they might be appearing. Um, I, did we talk about that yesterday? No. We didn't talk about the Big Hero 6 characters in the MCU? No. Really? No, we did not. Oh, gosh. I can't remember what we talked about on these shows. Um, we've done 98 of them. Yeah. Um, but uh, that is not going to be happening, which makes sense to me, because when I first heard this, I was like, that doesn't make sense. Don't do that. And... Mm -hmm. um, J j not for not because I don't like the Big Hero Six characters. I just think they work in the animated films, and I want a sequel to Big Hero Six really badly. I just think that they would be a weird. We I think it would be a weird. Um, I, it would be a weird introduction. Yeah. Because I their world is so different from the real world. Although you could introduce them in the multiverse. That would if they're in Multiverse of Madness, that would actually make sense. What What if Doctor Strange ends up in an animated world for a scene? In Multiverse of Madness. What if Doctor Strange and Elizabeth Olsen's Scarlet Witch are going... They're, they're dimension hopping. They're doing some crazy stuff. They see Chris Evans as the uh, Human Torch. And then they're just in Big Hero 6. Uh, wow. That would be fun. That would be so cool. That, that would be dope. That would be dope. I don't want them to... Yeah. And it's come full to, like... on Roger Rabbit. They're humans. They're live action. But everyone else is animated. <sighs> I, yeah, I wouldn't be mad at that. Kevin Feige, why don't I work for you yet? I, I, I got, I got ideas. Oh my gosh. That'd be dope. That would be such a fun scene, right? Yeah. Oh, yes. Doctor Strange riding on Baymax. I didn't know the Big Hero 6 was a Marvel thing. Uh, yeah, so Big Hero 6 is actually a Marvel comic. Um, no idea. Sort of. Um, but the comic has nothing to do with the movie. They took oh. the title. They took, like, the location from the book, comic book. They did not keep any of the characters, the tone, the storyline, any of it. Um, okay. Big Hero 6 comic and Big Hero 6 movie could quite honestly be as as far apart as... I don't even know. Some, there's two <laughs> things that are not like each other. It, like the Aragon book and the Aragon movie, except in this case, both of them are good. Okay. Fair um, <laughs> I, I enjoy that. My Ooh, uh, Dark Dispatch found an anagram. Yeah. Yeah, she found an anagram. Shrew like Pence orc. So it's Mike Pence as an orc, but he's a shrew? Interesting. It's a mixture between Taming of the Shrew. <laughs> and the former vice <laughs> president of the United States. Yeah, it's a great crossover. <laughs> oh my god, that's amazing. Oh my goodness. Yeah, R.I.P. Aragon. Yeah. Literally oh. the, the, the one movie that made me cry out of frustration. Is that the worst adaptation of all time? Yes. Is it? Yes, it is. It, it, it's the mm, worst. I don't know if it's the worst adaptation. It is It is it's one of... It's the worst. It's, yeah, it is probably the worst. It's the worst. It, it's, it's absolute garbage. No, Hardcore Soft Popcorn's right. Dragon Ball... Not Dragon Ball Z, but Dragon Ball Evolution, I think is what Hardcore Soft Popcorn... Yeah, Dragon Ball Evolution ties it, I think. You know what? Actually, I'm going to say Dragon Ball Evolution is worse because it's also racist. Mm. Super Ara Mario Brothers. Aragon at the, Super Mario Brothers is a great movie, Rock Mage. Don't at me. I love that movie. Um, Dragon Ball Evolution is like has like the extra layer of also being like wildly racist. Okay. Um, but Aragon is like the second. Yeah. Or the Avatar The Last Airbender. Those I are would also actually, bad. I would rather watch Avatar The Last Airbender than Aragon. Than Aragon? Aragon? Yeah. Aragon is a freaking trash fire. 
I have I would a rather, clip on my channel. Yeah, I would. I would rather watch. I would rather watch Airbender than DBZ Evolution or um, or Aragon. Yeah, yeah. I'm not saying it's good. I'm just saying like if you if you get, if those were the three movies of blockbuster and my mom said I had to pick one, I would take Avatar. Yeah, I think I would as well. Aragon just like hurts my soul. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it just like because I've read the book thirty ish times. It hurts my soul even thinking about that movie mm -hmm. and how dirty it did the book. And that was the first and last movie that director ever directed. Um, yeah, actually, I, I'll agree with that, Goblin. I, I think that the rendering for Safira for the time period was no! done well. She's supposed to look like a cloud of flying gemstones. And she looked like a... Like... I'm saying that the technology that we had when the movie came out and its budget, they did a pretty good job. No. For, they did not have a lot of money. No. Um, I'll always be Lilith is saying that Avatar was also super racist. That is not incorrect. And by that I mean you're, you're right. That is actually true. Aragon at least isn't racist. As far as I remember. Unless it is... I don't actually remember it. Because it kind of takes place in a fictional world where everyone's just white, right? No, actually, um, Ajahad is... Um, uh, he's played by the guy... He was in the movie we just watched, Captain Marvel. Guy in the wait, which guy in Captain Marvel? Oh, Arya was a terrible casting. Um, I I, he, I don't know if they said his name. <sighs> um, he's also or uh, he's he's I'm pretty sure he's the actor from Blood Diamond. Oh, Jimon Hansu. Yeah. 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 Um, Jimon Hansu's in everything. I should have just assumed. Yeah, Jimon he's in Hansu. everything. No, no, he's and and he's great and like. Um, that's true. That's true. Yeah, yeah. There are people of color, but I mean, there's no one in that movie. There's no one in that who is a different race than they were in the book. No, yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah. 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 Jimon Hansu is so good. Yeah. You would think that, like, between him and Jeremy Irons, it would elevate the movie, but, like, they did their darndest, and it was just... Jeremy Irons does elevate the movie when it, when he's in it, but then they kill him in it, and he's not supposed to die until the next book. No, that's not true. He dies in the first book. Not in the scene that he dies in in the book, though, right? In the, in, no, yeah, he dies early, not... though, right? No. It feels early because in the book it's, like just over halfway um, but in the movie it happens pretty quick because it's a long book I, I you know they, what I'm, you, I'm not gonna lie I have not seen this movie since it was in theaters I've neither. never rewatched it so I'm, I'm just misremembering me neither it just it's burned it's branded into my skull <laughs> with how bad it is because I think about it all the time and I hate it uh coming to our YouTube series uh 99 episodes on why Aragon is a bad movie <laughs> Oh my god, I will do like a YouTube series about it. I just, will... Just do a, Every video is the next shot of the film. And I won't just rip apart that shot. Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I, I, oh, I will do it. Here's the thing. That is one book and one story that I know so, so, so well. We like... Did we get rid of my original nope. Aragon? Okay. My original Aragon book is falling apart at the bindings. Yeah. Because I have read it so much... I love it. It is my favorite book of all time. I know it's not the best written. I understand that. Um, but it's brilliant. And I just, I want it to become a TV series one day because I think the potential there is so, so, so high. And I love the story. Mm -hmm. I'm okay. Um, what's my favorite book? That's tough. Yeah. I don't know what my favorite book is. Yeah, I, oh God, I love Aragon so much. I will actually, you know what, I want to do a reread of the series because the last one I've only read like twice. 
Um, I think my I think my favorite book might still be, uh, the Twin Towers. Not the Twin Towers. The Two Towers. <laughs> that was a weird. Oh God. Um, I actually really like Tom Clancy's Rainbow Six. That's one of my favorite books as well. Mm-hmm. Which is weird, I know, but like I love Rainbow Six, the original Rainbow Six book. I have it right there. The binding is so ripped from, or so like bendy. Yeah. Um, should we get back to the news, or should do you want to keep ranting about Aragon? Well, you know. Or should we make that a separate video? That may, that might be. Ooh, the book thief is also very good. Um, yeah, and here's the thing, um, Lilith, just a quick top on that. I, I know a lot of people that actually really didn't like How an Inheritance Ended, mm-hmm. but I think it was appropriate. I think it was appropriate for what the, the, the story was. And so, you know, I, I, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it a lot. Ooh, um, Willow says Miss Frisbee and the Rats of Nim is her favorite book. And that is such a good book. I don't know that one, actually. Um, and the adaptation is brilliant. Yeah, the, like, animated adaptation, really, really, really cool. Really mm-hmm. cool. Mm-hmm. Um, the Robin, Ho- the Robin Hobb Assassin series is great. Interesting. Interesting. Uh. Yeah, um, Fanta says a scuffed <clears throat> book is a love book. I've never understood people who try and keep books pristine. Like, I don't get it. I do not write in my books or dog ear them. Like, I do not desecrate my books. But, like, yeah, if it it, it gets well-worn from from me, like, hauling it around all the time and reading through it. I dog ear my books. I do it. Don't touch my books. (laughs) Yes, dear. Um, I I don't know. I've, I've just, I've never thought of a book as something that needs to be... I, like, if I had, like, a first edition of something, I would. Yeah. I'd take care of it. Yeah. Like, um, I have I have two copies of Aragon. I have the collector's edition, and then mm-hmm. I have the normal one, right? Yeah. And the collector's edition, obviously, stays pristine. It won't leave the house. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it's... Yeah, I don't know. I just, I, I just like to... I just like to... You dog your soft cover, not hard cover. Ooh, fantastic. That's an interesting rule. I like that. That's... that. Here's the thing. That's fair. That's fair. I feel like a soft cover is used to be, like, beat up and used... Yeah. Um, I just, uh, <laughs> it's my soul. The one book we have that I wish was in better condition is we do have a Fellowship of the Ring that's, um, signed by Sean Astin. Um, so I wish that book was in slightly better condition, because then we could sell it for money, but, um. No, we're no, keeping I'm kidding, that. I'm kidding. I, I have, um, uh, for those of you who were around my chat, um, Aragon DR in my chat got me a signed copy of the Inheritance book. So I do have that on the shelf. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Signed by Christopher Paolini. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, fantastic. We I do have a copy of I do have a copy of that. I will buy for one million dollars. Uh back to the news. Next before Fanta breaks so into our apartment and steals my books. <laughs> She's um, like on her way already. Um we are uh we, we got the news that Suicide Squad director the Suicide Squad director, sorry, James Gunn is going to be working on another DC project after Peacemaker. Oh um, busy guy. Which is interesting because um, he is making Guardians of the Galaxy three, right? So when would this project be? Maybe because he's doing he's doing Suicide Squad, the Suicide Squad, then Peacemaker, then Guardians, Guardians three, then maybe they mean Guardians. No, that's a that's a Marvel project. Oh, sorry, you're right. Um, um but um, but apparently it might have something to do with um, Birds of Prey. <gasps> So, cool. or, uh, it, uh, just because it might involve Margot Robbie, um, which, uh, I, apparently they've had a really good, uh, working relationship on the Suicide Squad. Mm-hmm. I'm really excited for the Suicide Squad. I love James Gunn movies. So, uh, I'm really, I'm really, I'm, I'm interested in seeing what this is. Um. Yeah. 
But uh, yeah, I, I just found this news like interesting because I was like, how? When, when will this happen? When? When are you gonna have the time? <laughs> you and like he's it's gonna be Scott, like twenty thirty two. He's probably just like he's probably just like keeping other projects on the back burner in case uh, Disney fires him again. Yeah, yeah. He's like I always gotta have like just the case. backup plan. Um, Misguided Gamers Live in the chat says, I liked Birds of Prey. We loved Birds of Prey. Oh, it's so good. I, we're both huge fans of that movie. I, yeah. I love everything about that movie. Yeah, that movie was amazing. Yeah, Ewan McGregor's so great as a villain. All of the women in it are phenomenal. Mm -hmm. The colors they use in the action sequences are... So good. Like, the fact that that movie doesn't get more praise for how creatively filmed the action sequences are is so sad to me. Yeah. Because it is one of the coolest... It has some of the coolest action sequences, and there's no, like, CGI. Like, it's, like, real... It's, it's cool because of camera tricks and human beings' bodies, not yeah. because of, like, look at what we did in a computer. Yeah. Um, and I, I really wish that Birds of Prey got more credit for how inventive it was in portraying its women um, in combat. Yeah. I, I just, I don't know. I, I think it's kind of a shame that it underperformed at the box office. Um, yeah, they kind of got screwed over by COVID. And, and by just misogynist yeah. crap. Like, yeah. I'm 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 really excited for the day where we can stop having the conversation of like women shouldn't be in action movies. Like I just I want to like can we just like eschew that and just like accept that like can Margot Robbie it? could step on my throat, you know? Like yeah, and I would be very happy. <laughs> um. She's, anyway, she's perfect. She is perfect. She is perfect. Uh, and I w I would let her beat me up. Oh God, yeah, yeah. I would. I would enjoy that. I would thoroughly. <laughs> We spend too much time on TikTok. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know. My TikTok. Oh, I never checked if my hit TikTok hit 10K. Oh, no. Oh, no. Um, in, uh, in some other interesting movie news, we are going to be getting a musical movie called Toto, uh, which is a... Uh, there, there's a book no. by author um, Michael Merpurgo uh, called... Um, uh, Toto, the doggone amazing story of the Wizard of Oz, uh, which is written from the perspective of Toto the dog. Uh, and that is going to be turned into a big screen animated film directed by Alex Timber. I hate it. What's wrong with it? What's wrong with the singing dog movie? You don't think this will be cute? No. You don't think it'll be fun to just watch a dog looking at um, Dorothy's red shoes for two hours? Yeah, like what? what is going to be that narrative? It's going to be like Yellow Brick Road, Red Shoes, Squirrel. Yellow Brick Road, Red Shoes, Flying Monkeys, like... <laughs> I mean, this is a best-selling book, so there is okay. clearly a narrative here. All right. Um, and Alex Timbers is a great director, Broadway director. Um, I don't, I don't know. I just, I saw this news story and I was like, that's hilarious. Uh, yeah. I, I, yeah. I, I don't know. Um, mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm not excited for this, but I'm sure somebody is. Also, like, having, like, your main character be a dog, like, mm -hmm. that's always difficult. <laughs> you know, um, yeah, not, not my favorite. Rockmage says, the narrative will be that Toto is actually the hero all behind the scenes. Probably. Probably. Honestly, yeah. That makes sense. Um, I think this is gonna remind me of that, like, Secret Life of Pets movie. God. Yeah. Yeah, that was a thing. I didn't I like it. I saw it. I didn't like it, and here's why. I wanted to see The Secret Life of Pets, and it's not really The Secret Life of Pets. It is a crazy journey through a, the, like, underground of pets. I wanted, like, a funny, like, tale of, like, what do pets do while we're at work, right? Uh, and instead, it's, like, what happens when a dog gets lost underground and comes upon a 
former pet revolution that a bunny voiced by Kevin Hart is trying to stage against the citizens of New York that involves a bunny driving a bus across the Brooklyn Bridge to kill humanity. It was a very odd film. Um, and it was not very much The Secret Life of Pets, but more bunnies are... What? Yeah. It, it, the, the bigger question is, how did that bunny drive that car? Um, yeah. <laughs> I feel like I need to see this movie now. <laughs> you really don't. It's not great. Uh, apparently the sequel's better. Um, and people love the first one. Kids love the first one. But I... Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Um, y'all, we have one last news story today, but before we get into that, we just wanted to quickly say, uh, there is an update on Tiger Woods' condition. Um, uh, for those of you who don't know, Tiger Woods was in a really bad car accident yesterday. I did not um, know Yeah, he rolled his vehicle, uh, and, uh, was in the hospital, uh, but, uh, the update is that Tiger Woods is awake, responsive, and recovering in a hospital room, um, and has undergone surgery on his lower right leg and ankle. Um, but, uh, we just, we just wanted to mention, uh, that we're, we're hoping... For his recovery. Mm -hmm. um, uh, I, I think that this is one of those situations where no matter what you think of the guy, um, you, you have to wish the best for them, right? Yeah. Um, uh, we don't uh, know what the cause of the accident was, Miller. Uh, it might be out there, but we uh, I haven't seen it yet. Um, uh, it was a single car accident, uh, and uh, uh, thankfully no one died. Uh, and uh, it does look like Tiger Woods is recovering. Um, and, uh, you know, hopefully he'll be back to being Tiger soon um and yeah. you know we're just happy to hear that no one was hurt or no one died uh, obviously tiger yeah. was hurt yeah yeah um yeah. and just wanted to mention that because uh you know it's it's unfortunate it's, yeah it's the news yeah okay. it is the news uh but we have one last news story today and it's one that i'm very excited for because i don't know what it is because no. claris is making up the news Damn it. <laughs> did you not see that coming no, I was like, cool, God, what's, I'm so, what's next? I'm so good. Guys, I'm, next? I'm so talented. Uh, I'm so talented, you guys. I was trying to, like, do an anagram in my head, but, like, I can't do the... I, I need mm. it visually in front of me. I can't keep it all straight mm -hmm. in my brain. Um, so that's not going to work. Uh, Rock Me Jar Chat is saying that he was uh, tested, but was uh, not uh, found to be impaired, which is good to know. Okay. Because if it was a good. DUI, that would, that would be bad. Yeah, that <clears> would... <throat> yeah. I'd be pissed, but um, <laughs> that's besides the point. Yeah, it, that that affects your sympathy, right? When you're like, you idiot, Ooh. don't drive drunk. Yeah, y'all don't drive drunk. Don't yeah. do it. Don't please, do it. for Just the love not of God, even don't for do a it. Second. It is don't. never. Don't drive high. Don't drive drunk. It's never worth it. It's no. never the right call. No. Ever. No. I promise you, it is never the right call. Yeah. And you need to drill that into your sober brain so that your drunk brain knows that that is the case. Never yeah. drive drunk in your entire life. Yeah. Yeah. It's, mm -hmm. it's just, it is, it is the worst thing that you can do. It is the, well, not the worst thing you can do, but it is like on the list of bad things that you can do. Yeah, Patom seems right. Don't drive on your phone either. This is important. Don't do it. Don't text and drive. <laughs> yeah. Um, god damn it. Now Clara, sign make up the news. Um... <laughs> <clears throat> Come on, babe, I believe in you. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh... Tom Hollins and Diane Jacob Adlon did such a good job making up the news yesterday. You can make up the news right now. But, like, they probably had a whole, like, marketing team behind them for that. And I'm your marketing team. Okay, well, give me ideas. I cannot. You have to make up the news. This is your job. It's the only thing you have to do on the morning show, and you do it, like, twice a week. Oh, God. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um... <laughs> 
Garbage is just naming random things in the chat. Yeah, I know. It, it actually is helpful. Okay, all right. Um, the news. The news. The news. Um, somebody um, who has decided to... Uh, well, they're, they're anonymous because of the um, criminal investigation behind it. Um, but um, somebody, we don't know who, uh, managed to um, rig Astro Blaster to their original Xbox, which was then used to fly a real plane um, from Thailand all the way over to Mexico City using just the Astro Blaster game on the original Xbox. With a third-party um, controller. Oh, with a third-party controller. Um, That's so impressive. Can I ask, uh, can I ask um, why? Why? Uh, for the memes. <laughs> I mean, obviously. For the Everything is always for the memes, y'all. Um, you know. <laughs> why, why Taiwan or Thailand? Did you say Taiwan or Thailand? Thailand. Thailand. Why Thailand to Mexico City, though? Well, because there's a lot of ocean in between, and so if it went wrong... <laughs> There's less chance of danger. Obviously. You know. If it if, if what, you, if it you a, lose what? an Astro Blaster and it falls into the ocean, that's better than it oh, falling so, over so, a city. So we, they actually had to play the real game Astro Blaster. Yeah, to on fly the original the, Xbox. So, to fly the plane. Yes. Well, mm -hmm. why, are, why is it so specifically the original Xbox? Uh, because it's what's right in front of me over there. <laughs> Um, um, uh, yeah. so, uh, I have another follow-up question. Mm -hmm. Um, what, wh what kind of plane was this? Like, was, were there people on it? Oh, no, no, no. This was like a, uh, like, uh, this was a plane taken from, um, one of the, uh, hi history museums. Um, cause they are always are fueled. <laughs> they are always are in running condition and fueled as we learned from Wonder Woman 84. So, you just um, had to throw the, the, the jab at Wonder Woman there. I had to. You just to, had, had to, to pop it. that. I had to, I had to oh do it. Oh my god. Um, but yeah, as we all know, planes are kept in working running condition when they're in history museums. Yeah, fully fueled. For, fully for, fueled. Not, not just for one trip to Egypt. No, but, but for, for the trip two. back too. Um, and so, uh, so, you know, um, the, this person who obviously is anonymous because there's a criminal investigation because this is a danger thing to do. Yeah, um, yeah. Are you the person involved? You think I'm that smart? <laughs> no, I don't. I'm also not that good at Astro Blaster. Um, because this person made it there safely and landed the plane. Um, Why? So... Can I... Can I... And I don't want to derail this this show too much, because right, right at the end here, but Astro Blaster sounds like an inappropriate title for something, right? Astro Blaster. Like, that just uh, sounds... Because that's... if you take out the tro, it's Ass Blaster. Wow, you said that. I did. I did. Baddragon.com, we've got we've got an idea for you. The news. <laughs> and that's the news. Follow us on Twitch over at twitch.tv slash nerdy nightly and twitch.tv slash Clarus And as always, y'all, my name's Nerdy. And I'm Clarus. Do something nerdy. <laughs> Bye. Bye.